Hi, my name is Rhonda Minga, and I would like to welcome you today to Freedom Ministries in Crossed, Arkansas. I invite you to connect with us online at freedomministriescrossit.com. Now let's take the time to pray before we tune in to today's message. Lord, I lift you up, and I just pray that you draw us by your Spirit. I pray that you show us your Word. You give us great and mighty revelations of who you are and how you want to move in and through us. Lord, be with these people as they tune in now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The title of my message is, Do You See What I See? <laughs> Do you see what I see? Do you see what I see? Isaiah 6. Verse 1. It says, In the year that King Uzziah died, this is Elijah, Isaiah talking, it says, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. His train filled the temple. I see the Lord high and lifted up, is what he said. I see the Lord high and lifted up, and his train fills the temple. Hallelujah. You see, when a king is seated, And his enemy is raging. He's not concerned. He's not worried about the devil, Miss Sue. <laughs> when the king is seated on his throne and the enemy is raging, the king is not concerned. He is not worried. When it says his train filled the temple, back in the old days, or when the Bible day, the Old Testament, <laughs> whenever a kings would go to war with each other, the one that won would cut the robe off the other king. He'd cut his tail off of his robe and sew it onto his as a sign of victory. I defeated him. Fear. God defeats fear. He cuts fear off. That little devil that comes up and tells you to be afraid, he cuts his, cuts his tail of his robe off and sews it on to his. We are the temple. Now, see, this is, this is a picture. He cut the robe, they would cut the robe off to the point that his robe filled the temple. There was no space in there that his robe was not. 
So for us, what that means is there is no area of defeat in us that, the de that God can't cut that off with the devil and sew it onto his robe and fill the temple, which is us, with it. As a sign of victory. That's what that means. The devil comes back and to attack you with fear and he looks where fear was and he sees the tail of his robe sewn in that place. The tail of his robe is attached to the king of glory. He has no more authority then. He's been defeated. So when Isaiah says, I see the Lord sitting on his throne, high and lifted up, and his train fills the temple. For us, that's, that's a picture of complete, 100% victory. Hallelujah. You know, when, when David faced Goliath, he talks about that in 1 Samuel. David saw Goliath. All the children of Israel saw Goliath, and they were all running scared. David saw Goliath, but David also saw the Lord. David saw the Lord sitting on his throne. And this is what David said. David said, the Lord delivered me from the lion and the bear, and he will not I hope he will. He said he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine because he saw the Lord. He saw him sitting on his throne. He saw him with his train fill the temple. He saw him high and lifted up. Moses, they're standing with that million plus people at the edge of the Red Sea mumbling and complaining and griping at him because the, the Egyptian army was closing in. Moses saw the Lord. Moses said, fear not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. That's because he could see the Lord seated on his throne. He had been in his presence and he knew victory was there. Fear not. It's interesting. He'd stand up and say, fear not. Fear leaves when you see the Lord seated on his throne. Let's go to 2 Kings. Second Kings chapter six, verse thirteen. It says this the title above these few scriptures in my Bible says something about the Syrian army goes to siege seize Elisha. 
the army goes to seize one man. That's it. Even he wasn't Bruce Lee. The army goes to seize one man. It says in verse 14. Well, it says starting in 13. It says, and he, he said, go and spy where he is, that I may send and fetch him. And I was told him, saying, behold, he is in Dothan. Therefore sent he thither horses and chariots and a great host, and they came by night encompassed the city and when the servant of the man of God had risen early and gone forth behold and host compassed the city both with horses and chariots and the servant said unto him alas my master how shall we do verse 16 and he said Elisha said fear not for they that be with us are more than they that are against us. One man, they sent a whole army, but he was not concerned. He was not shaken the least bit because he saw the Lord seated on his throne, high and lifted up. Verse 17 says, and Elijah prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. I see the Lord. I see the Lord. That's what we've got to do in our circumstances is we've got to see the Lord. First Kings. These Old Testament prophets were something. First Kings chapter 18, verse 7. This is Elijah. It says, And it came to pass when Ahab saw Elijah, that Ahab said unto him, Art thou he that troubleth Israel? There it is again, Benny. You're the one, he, one man. Are you the one man that's given us all this trouble? You're the one man that's stirring up trouble for Israel? The one. And Elijah's response to the king says, I have not troubled Israel, but you and your father's house. We know a king never traveled alone. But he stood right there and told the king and all his entourage, I'm not the problem. You are. Elijah saw the Lord. That's why he could stand there and do that. And it gets, it gets better. <laughs> Verse 21 says, And Elijah came unto all the people and said, How long will you halt between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. And if Baal, then follow him. And the people answered him not a word. You don't hear that preached very often. 
because you've got to have some proof to back up that statement. If you want to serve, the, serve Baal, go ahead. But if you want to serve God, follow the one that's real. Okay, let's go on over to verse 36. Well, before we get there, this is where they offered that had that sacrifice. And it says, talks about all the prophets of Baal from morning until the evening sacrifice were praying and a hollering and a cutting and a climbing up on the altar and cutting themselves. And they were having themselves a fit trying to get their God to answer. And they did it all day long. Elijah even helped them out. says, and Elijah mocked them, saying, cry, li cry loud. And maybe you're not hollering loud enough for your God to hear you. Maybe he's talking and don't have time to talk to you. You're talking about a man that's not afraid. There was 400, I think 450 prophets that he's talking to. He said, well, maybe... Maybe he's off pursuing something. Maybe he's asleep. Maybe you need to cry a little bit louder to wake up your God. That's what he's telling these people. One man. Verse 36. And it came to pass... At the time of the offering of this evening sacrifice, that Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and of Israel, let it be known this day that thou art God in Israel, and that I am thy servant, and that I have done all these things at thy word. Hear me, O Lord, hear me, that this people may know that thou art the Lord. For thou hast, thou hast turned their hearts back again. Verse 38. Then the fire of the Lord fell. And we know what it done. It consumed everything. I think I said it last Sunday. I know I did. I heard a man say he timed that prayer. 17 seconds. 17-second prayer from a man that knows God and fire fell. Yes, it was completely covered in water. But 17 seconds and fire fell because he knew God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Elijah knew God. 17 seconds. We can get caught up into complicated prayers. This was about as uncomplicated as it can get. God, prove yourself. I've done what you've told me. Now prove yourself. And fire fell. Hmm. 
Elijah saw God seated on his throne. Hallelujah. So do you see what I see? Do you see Jehovah God Almighty? Do you see him? Almighty. I looked that up. It means to be burly. Burly. You ever think of God as being burly? <laughs> you have a burly God. You have one of them that when people look at you've seen burly men. You know they're they're not mean. They're just they just it's a man you don't mess with. In the natural. It's like, no, I'm not going to mess with him. That's a definition for God. It's burly. I see Emmanuel, God with us. And I'm seeing it more and more, God with us. I see the great I am. The one who was and is and is to come. Do you see him? That's the question. Do you see what I see? I see Jehovah Jireh, my provider. I see an approachable God that says, come boldly before me. You know, sometimes we run from God. Because we don't see him as approachable. Hallelujah. See, God is still on his throne. He can never be moved. He never loses a battle. See, when it says that he is God Almighty, that means that all might belongs to him. All power belongs to him. The only power the devil has is what we allow him to operate in. He is almighty. Hallelujah. And I'm seeing this more and more I've seen it in operation today. When God shows up, when his glory shows up, everything he is shows up. Sometimes we don't, we don't grasp that, but everything God is shows up. He doesn't say, I'm going to go visit Freedom Ministries this morning during their service. And I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave healing up here in heaven. I'm going to leave forgiveness in heaven. I'm going to, but I'm going to deal with these things. No, when God shows up, it all shows up. Everything about him shows up. Forgiveness shows up. Conviction shows up. Repentance shows up. Deliverance shows up. Healing shows up. 
revelation show up. Wisdom shows up. We just got to see it. We got to be open to it. We got to be willing to step into it whenever it's there. Hallelujah. So my prayer this morning is that our eyes be open. I'll give an altar call if you want. If y'all want to come, I'm going to pray for you. That your eyes be open. That we see the Lord seated on his throne. That we see him high and lifted up. That we see that his train fills the temple. In this temple, every area that we are willing to lay on that altar, his train will fill that. And that's an area that you walk in victory in. Until his train fills that area, it's going to be a struggle. I'm not saying the enemy won't attack you there, but you won't be able to overcome until his train fills that. So if you want to see him high and lifted up, you want your eyes to be open to see God for who he really is, I can release what I have, but I don't see him for who he really is. But as I release those, I know that more revelation's coming. That's the process. So if you want to know God more than you've ever known him, on a greater level than you've known him, come. Hallelujah. Thank you again for tuning in with us. If this word ministered to you, please consider sowing a seed to Freedom Ministries at freedomministriescrossit.com. We have made it available to you on the giving page. Thank you again. Go and be blessed in Jesus' name.